Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Great to have you guys here. It's such a wonderful thing to take time out and celebrate Christmas, even though there's so much going on. So Christmas, as you've seen time and time again today, is celebrating the birth of Jesus. And we don't do this with any other historical person, but Jesus was no ordinary person. When he was born in that barn, in that humble manger, in a little town apparently called Bethlehem, (laughs) there was an amazing celebration that occurred. And as Eden mentioned, it was in Luke 2. It says, That night in a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flocks. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified. But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid. For I've come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it, was, and it is for everyone everywhere. For today in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord, the Messiah. And you will recognize him by this miracle sign. You'll find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a feeding trough. Then all at once, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, For there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men, and that's us. And there's a reason why Jesus' life is celebrated, because the whole purpose of him coming was to bring love and joy, peace and hope to everyone. And I don't know about you, but I think that's exactly what we need in this hectic, complex life of ours. But unfortunately, with all the busyness that we have in the Christmas season, we can actually sometimes lose sight of this and what it's really about. And we can even feel the opposite. We can feel that we are very daunted, that we're overwhelmed with what we've got to get done and so many end of year events to attend. I know I had six parties in six days and you're like counting them off instead of going, yes, I get to celebrate with my work friends. Yes, I get to celebrate with my church friends. It's like, tick, next, next. What's the next thing you've got to go to? And it can be very draining and tiring, especially if you're an introvert and you not want to be with people all the time. But we can also be stressed financially as we've got all the gifts to buy and the food and everything to set up. And we can be drained emotionally if we have difficult family members or friends that we need to deal with and all their dramas. I was just saying, don't be the drama person, right? Let's keep it all nice and peaceful and joyful over Christmas. And we can also be tired physically with everything that needs to be done and all the nights out. So many of us really desperate to experience joy, to be happy. We can mistakenly think, well, the more presents I have, the more food, the more money, clothes, more acknowledgement, more time, that will fill the gap. But searching for that one thing that fills the gap, that void, that emptiness, actually leaves us hungry for more. And there's a quote from Robert Holden that I saw this week and I love it. Beware of destination addiction. A preoccupation with the idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job and with the next partner. Until you give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. And happiness is not something that we can buy or we can work for. It all comes down to how we view our world. The quickest way to finding joy and happiness, true peace and contentment, lies in the power of gratitude. Studies have shown that people who practice gratitude report experiencing more joy and pleasure, express more compassion and generosity towards others, 
and are even less likely to get sick. But it can be hard to sustain that spirit of thankfulness and when in this holiday season when we're distracted and there's all that busyness and celebrations going on. It's not just about being thankful for all the good in your life. To truly be grateful, we must also be thankful for the down times too, the challenging times in your life. And Ralph Waldo Emerson says, cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Really doesn't take much time or effort to cultivate being more grateful in your life. Make time to spend with people that you love, the ones that truly matter. And with you, when you're with them, actually be engaged in the moment. Put your phones down, put that stuff away, like, come on, you're messing with me now, Nicole, come on. <laughs> but be engaged and be there with them so that spirit of gratefulness comes out and show them how much you mean to them. Because showing gratitude for others lets them know how much you value them and also makes you feel good too. And actually say the words. Um, there's another thing here by William Ward. Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. That would be sad, wouldn't it? Another way to have this gratitude flowing out of us is to savour the small things. The simple act of slowing down long enough to enjoy the little things that can make a huge impact on your mood. Take time to smell that beautiful coffee in the morning and delight in it. I do that every day. Just take a little bit longer to do that. Sit down and eat lunch. You know, take time out to just chill and enjoy while you're eating. Be grateful that you have good food. <laughs> Give yourself daily opportunities to find little pieces of happiness and joy. And they all add up. Write them down or journal. Or simply take a few minutes each day to give thanks for whatever or whoever you are grateful for. Another thing, be courteous to people. Maybe let someone in in the line or in the, in the parking spot. Say please and thank you. Do random acts of kindness. Help the other person. It helps them and it makes you feel good too. View your blessings as just that, blessings. Rather than feeling entitled to certain things, view them as gifts that you are truly grateful for receiving. If you have shelter, food, clean drinking water, these are gifts. True blessings, not an entitlement. It's as simple as changing your thoughts, because when you change your thoughts, you'll change your world. And gratitude can transform common days into thanksgiving turn routine jobs into joy and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. So Christmas celebrations are an opportunity to express our gratitude to God too for the greatest gift of all, the very first Christmas present, the promised child, the promised saviour that we've been hearing about today, the promised source of true joy and peace, Jesus, who is with us always. And we read earlier that gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. So likewise, celebrating Christmas without including Jesus is like being given a Christmas present, the most wonderful present, and not opening or unwrapping it. And there's a reason why Jesus is celebrated, because his whole purpose was to bring joy to everyone by restoring us to our Father in heaven. 
And that's why the angels rejoice and say, great joy to the world because Jesus was born. They knew his purpose for coming to earth. So remembering the reason for the season is actually about Jesus. We can shine that love of Jesus in this season and have him central to what is going on. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give. 